Republicans can no longer say the economy is bad. I'm going to tell you why. Also, it's President's Day. We'll talk a little bit about that. And am I a racist and a white supremacist? Well, according to people on threads, I am. Holy vey. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. Happy President's Day to you. I am Carell. For some of you, it is in fact a holiday. Some of you, yes. Some of you, no. Uh, but if it is, I hope you're having a fabulously glorious holiday. Uh, if it's not and you're in the salt mines like everybody else, well, then I'm sorry. Uh, all right. It is President's Day. You know, it's funny. I, I've been thinking about presidents in this year of presidential elections uh, and how much they do and do not matter. Um as you can see by the paralysis in Congress, there's not much a president can do if the Congress is paralyzed, if the Senate and the House won't back him up. Uh, and if they're so paralyzed with their own infighting that they're, you know, they're not producing bills for him to sign, etc. Uh, he can, of course, be the chief diplomat, uh, travel the, you know, the world and, and try to spread peace and democracy and all of that garbage. Uh, you know, and I say garbage, it's not garbage, but you know what I mean. Dear, dear diplomat, blah, 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 you know, doesn't really do much. As Queen Elizabeth once said, these men are a lot of talk and not a lot of do. <laughs> and I'm sure she sounded just like Julia Child when she did it. Uh, but because <laughs> I, you know, do I, did I sound like Julia? Uh, I need my glasses. I need to see my eyes are all blurry today. I'm blurry today. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> oh, well, so I'm blurry today. I'm also a little dark today on the camera. I, I don't know why. Hello, camera. Am I light? Am I dark? I appear to be a little dark today. Oh, don't get me started. Don't, I'm not calling myself African-American. No, that'll be for another segment. But so I was thinking about presidents and, uh, you know, how we romanticize some of them. Uh, we, we forget their foibles once they're gone. Uh, we forget that they did terrible things or, you know, and they're not perfect. Even the best president is not perfect. They're never going to please everybody. Uh, and they have a pretty impossible job, actually, uh, the presidents do. Uh, and so on this President's Day, we are to remember some of the greats uh, and, you know, and some of the not so greats. Uh, we've had like 45, 46 of them now. Some have been great. Some have been not so great. Some are forgotten. And some are over-remembered. Uh, you know, George Washington was great. He was weird. Word, weird teeth. Um, did they have slave teeth in them? Probably. Uh, so, you know, they were, they were, they were not perfect uh, then, and they're not perfect now. You know, Joe Biden, and that's why I, I saw a Democratic representative is telling her constituents to vote no choice or no confidence or no something uh, in their displeasure with Joe Biden. And I just, you know, Democrats need to stop that shit because, you know, you don't want Donald Trump no matter what. And so it's ridiculous. You're not going to get a new candidate. You know, I had a lovely, lovely call last night with my patrons. It was really fun. It was so fun. We didn't realize it went on for an hour and a half. We were so busy trying to figure out how we can make hearts fly through the air and balloons on Zoom with hand gestures, because you can do that now. I never figured it out. They figured it out. 
Uh, they were uh, the oh god, Rachel and Norm had balloons flying, and other people had hearts. And because if you make a heart on camera with your hands, then hearts would fly uh, in Zoom. I don't know how to do it. And they say, oh, it's in the reactions down at the bottom. Yeah, well, I did that, and it didn't do it. Uh, maybe it only does it on phones or on I don't know. But it was it was so funny. Uh, and that after a really fun hour and a half call, uh, which we laughed a lot and discussed a lot. Uh, and, you know, on this President's Day, we can't let Donald Trump become president again. We can't. That means we all have to vote and we all have to encourage others to vote. And we all have to make them aware that Joe Biden is the right choice for right now. I don't care that he's not the perfect choice. What president was perfect? Obama was not perfect, not to me as a gay man. He didn't enact same-sex marriage. Under him, the Supreme Court did, but he didn't do it. You know, as a gay man in America, there's not much that President Obama— I already had health care through SAG-AFTRA. So there wasn't much that he did for me, really. Changed the mood, made me more proud of him as a president— The economy didn't seem to suck so much. You know, that sort of stuff. But did he solve the climate crisis? No. Did he make companies when he was... Because he knew. He knew that the the planet was dying. And they could have made much stronger corporate laws and, and done much more in Congress to where right now we wouldn't even have gas powered automobiles. Think of think how long ago Obama was. Four, eight, like 10 years ago. I mean, we he could have made it with strict laws and provision, but he didn't. You know, he's not perfect. And again, it goes back to what you have in the House and the Senate. No president. JFK was not perfect. He had affairs on his wife. He made bad deals. Uh, allegedly, he got killed for a deal, excuse me, a deal that was about to be made. No president is squeaky clean. No president is perfect. So don't expect Joe Biden to be. Okay, he's he's not. He's not a perfect, but there isn't one. There isn't a perfect candidate. Okay, there just isn't. And so this notion that there's going to be some perfect candidate riding in on a white horse, it doesn't happen. There's going to be a flaw with everyone. You know, Andrew used to drive me crazy because when someone said you, he would always say the term settled down meant you settled. And he would say, well, yeah, I settled for you. And I'm like, what do you mean settled for me? Oh, child, you know, I got all like, what the hell you mean settled for me? He goes, well, you're not like the perfect husband. And I'm like, whoa, wait, back up. He goes, no one marries the perfect person. They find the person that they love and that they hate the least. In other words, you find the person that fill, checks all of your boxes and their flaws you can live with because you love them. That's called settling. When you accept someone for who they are and you love them, including their flaws, that's called settling for that person because the perfect person would have no flaws in your eyes. And they don't exist. We're humans. Perfection doesn't exist. It is divine. And and she was perfection. So as we look to the president on President's Day, 
Biden doesn't have to be the perfect candidate. He just has to be the right candidate. And he is. If we had other choices with a chance of winning, then maybe we would make another choice, but we don't. And I don't want to hear about how that makes bad the system, how bad that makes the system. Get your words right, Chuck. I don't want to hear about that. It is the system we have now. That, you know, complaining about Biden and the system and all of that is like being on a sinking ship and complaining that it wasn't built properly and spending all of your time criticizing how it should be instead of how it is and getting on a lifeboat. You're going to drown. You're going to sink. And that truly, truly is where we're at today. If you have Democrats that are too dumb to get fully behind Biden, then if Trump wins, we can't just blame MAGA. So on President's Day, we just have to remember they're not perfect beings and they're not going to check all your boxes. You're going to settle. Okay, you're going to settle. And in this case, do you want to settle for Biden or settle for Trump? I'd, I'd settle, you know, settle for the Biden. You know, I, and really, I, that's what we should be teaching in school, by the way. <laughs> you know, the presidents aren't perfect, but you have to choose the right one, not the perfect one. There's never going to be a perfect candidate. Never going to be a perfect president. Oh, Lord, when we come back, we got to talk about this online horror that I'm involved in, <laughs> being called a racist and white supremacist and <laughs> further from the truth, but whatever, they don't seem to. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corel Cast, driving you home or driving you crazy. If I were Britney Spears, I'd be saying, oops, I did it again, because it appears I have. Uh, it appears that I have outraged people online again. Uh, and this is a conversation that I had with my patrons last night uh, because it's, it's an interesting conversation. Uh, I saw someone online post about white guilt, that white people should feel guilty or white people are not dealing with their guilt or whatever, but basically was white people should feel guilty over slavery. That was, that was their, their thing. And they were amazed how many white people in today's world, especially millennials, don't feel guilty over slavery. And this poster was just screaming at the racism of that, that young white people and some older white people don't feel guilty about slavery. And I posted that I don't feel one bit of guilt over slavery. I don't. Now, just like I don't feel one bit of guilt over the Holocaust, Okay, I didn't burn the Jews. I didn't condone it. Uh, my, none of my relatives burned them. Uh, none of my relatives condoned it. They helped where they could, and they even fought a war to end it. So I don't feel guilty that the Holocaust happened, but I feel terribly that the Holocaust happened. It breaks my heart. It hurts me 
that the Holocaust happened, but I don't feel guilty about it. The same thing with slavery. Just because of the color of my skin and that the people that committed slavery were the color of my skin does not mean I have to feel guilty about something that ended in 1865. And my, in 1865, my ancestors were in Canada, okay? And before that, France. And they even had, I have indigenous ancestors, Mi'kmaq Indians. And whenever we talk about slavery and reparations, which I've gotten several emails about, I ask, what about Native American reparations? We wronged them first. Before we ever wronged African Americans, we wronged Native Americans. And before we could benefit from everything that African Americans gave us, because according to this poster, there would be zero anything in America if it weren't for black people. Okay, what, I'm not going to argue that. I'm just going to say, okay, if you, if you say so. Uh, there wouldn't be, there'd be even less if it weren't for indigenous Americans. So when we want to talk about a debt that we owe, we owe the indigenous people as much or even more, because it was their land, uh, than we do African-Americans. But let's talk about the guilt. Their argument is slavery never ended, of course, and I simply tell them, if slavery never ended and it just changed, how are you able to be on here speaking to white people this way? You're not lynched. You're not being you know, taken out and beaten because you're talking to white people this way. Economics, yes, still huge disparities. You know, school pipeline right into jail? Yes, that's terrible. Too many black kids being shot by white cops? Absolutely. We have so many horrible issues regarding race. Uh, people going to buy a house. You know, if I go and my credit's the same and a black person goes and their credit's the same as mine, I'll probably get the house and they won't. Yes, all that is horrible and we need to fix all that. And not just for blacks, Asians, Hispanics, gays, women, Yes, we need to fix it all across the board. But do I feel guilty about slavery? No. And do I think black people alive today should get reparations for the wrongs done to them? Only if you're going to give every minority that has been wronged reparations. Then yes, I support it. But if you're not going to give every minority that has been wronged reparations, then no, I do not support it. If you're not going to give the Asian descendants like George Takai reparations for their families being put into internment camps and basically enslaved during World War II, then I want to hear it. If you're not going to give women, because blacks argue we have not been able to participate in the generational wealth that, uh, that white people have because our earlier generations were never allowed to have wealth. Okay, what about gay people? Openly gay people have never been able to have the generational wealth that non-gay people have. How many g openly gay CEOs are there? Billionaires. How many openly gay heads of anything are there? Uh, almost none. They're still not allowed to this day you know, openly gay people. Yes, Tim Cook at Apple. That's about it. And gays have been beaten and killed by blacks, by Asians, by Hispanics. Where's our reparations? 
I haven't been able to do everything in media that my non-gay friends have been able to do in terms of career and success because I was gay. I have suffered economically in America because I'm gay. So where's my reparations? Well, you haven't been killed. Yes, we have. Matthew Shepard. I could go through a host of all year long. There's legislation in courthouses right now to make us second-class citizens even below blacks. And so where's mine? If you're, where's women's? Where's Asians? Repara- so if you're going to give reparations to people who th- as a whole have been harmed by the United States and the way that it does things, that's fine. I'm all for it. But if you're just going to give blacks reparations because of slavery, then I'm not for it. Because we, there's many minority groups that have been oppressed and denied economic advancement, have been unfairly beaten, killed, jailed. The Irish, when they first got here, not as bad as blacks and not as bad as slavery. Slavery was probably the worst human condition that there was. And we condoned it. We allowed it. And even after it ended in 1865, we never allowed them to fully integrate into society. That all is true. But if you want me to feel guilty about that just because I'm white... I'm sorry. And so I have an honest question for my for anyone that's listening. But if you're white and you are listening to this, do you feel guilty and do you have guilt about slavery? Comment down below or send it to comment at reallycorel.com. I'm sorry, it's contact. No wonder I don't get any emails. It's contact at reallycorel.com. Um, or comment down below here on YouTube or on Patreon. Do you feel guilty? Be honest. Do you feel guilty? Because I'm being told on threads that we should feel guilty. We should feel guilty. We should pay reparations because money somehow can take away all the horror of slavery. Money somehow can make what we did better. That's just bull. Okay, well, we weren't allowed generational wealth. There's a lot of people that weren't allowed. There are white people that weren't allowed generational wealth. No, there weren't. Yes, there were. And so where do we draw that line? You know, the Bible says the sins of the father, if they're going to be revisited on the son, two or three generations. That's it. That's what the Bible says. Two or three generations. And then no more sins of the father. So when do the sins of the father in America ever, ever get paid? And when can we talk about the current problems for minorities, especially blacks in America? Hispanics? We vilify Hispanics. California was theirs. New Mexico and Arizona was theirs. We took it from them in a war. And then we made them feel bad for living there and we made them feel bad for speaking the language there in a place where that was the first language spoken. You want to give reparations to people? What about all the Hispanics in California, Mexico, Arizona? What about the families that were displaced by that war? What about the families that had their relatives killed in those wars? And again, the Native Americans whose land we took and put them on the shittiest places in the country. Where's their economy? They haven't been able to have generational wealth. How come we don't do reparations to Native Americans? like real ones that make real differences. 
But again, it's about guilt. Do you feel guilt? White people over slavery. I don't. I don't feel guilt. I feel horror, just horror that it happened. And I would have stopped it at the time if I could have and fought against it if I was there. I would have never condoned it. But again, I don't feel guilty because I didn't do it. No one in my family did. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L dot com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Oh, yes, victimhood. A lot of victimhood these days. Everybody's a victim. Trump's a victim of a witch hunt, and everyone's a victim. Everyone's a victim. You know, as a gay man, I'm not a victim. I have been treated unfairly my entire life, but I'm not a victim. You know, I've I fought when I needed to, and I'll continue to fight. Victims can't fight, can't speak for themselves, have no power. You know? It's a victim mentality, and, and I don't have that. I don't have victim mentality. And it's hard to tell black people that, guess what? We have to move beyond slavery because they have, like, generational terror in their DNA. It's been proven, you know? But we have to move beyond slavery because the people that can help with equality, the people that can help with fairness and equity and parity, they're not going to sit down and have the slavery conversation, and they don't feel guilty about it either. And so you're going to go to them and say, before we deal with the economic disparity amongst blacks and whites, we have to talk about reparations. For No, they're just going to tune you out. And whether that's right or wrong, it's a reality. And that's what I'm trying to tell these African-American people online that are calling me everything, but no, they're calling me a white woman. You know, I mean, I'm trying to tell them, you may feel wrong. You may feel that white people should feel guilty over this, but they don't. And you telling them they should is only going to make them tune you out. Why don't you go to your allies who are white and say, let's fix the current problems. We can't fix slavery. It happened. And if you're going to give reparations, give them to everybody America's harmed. How come we can, we talk about equality, but we never talk about equality when it comes to making reparations? That's always just a black thing. Well, because they were promised. And they were promised. But America has broken a lot of promises to the Native Americans, to gay people, to a lot of people. Do we all get compensation every time America breaks a promise to us? And so it's rough to say we just got to move beyond it. 
we have to get to a point where we can talk about the current problems and try to fix those. Well, you can't fix those unless you address that problem. Yes, you can. You can. You can find ways to, for instance, when it comes to pay, that's simple. You can just tell companies, any company, if we find out you're paying black people less, women less, gay people less, you're going to be fined so much that you may be put out of business. That, that's real simple. An act of Congress. A lot of this could be fixed with a simple act of Congress. The Equal Rights Amendment. A lot of things could be just be fixed. You know, if you make it a law that if any black person can prove that they were denied housing because of their color, meaning that a white couple or a white person got the same property for the same price with the same credit, and then you tell them that we are then going to fine you, sue you, take your house, whatever. You start making these things too expensive for people to do them. And they'll stop doing them. Because money is, is it for everybody. You start making ra racism and bigotry and homophobia and all of that too expensive. You tell the social media companies... If you allow all of this stuff to be posted, we're going to charge you. We're going to make, make it illegal. We're going to hold you liable. If you run false information, if you promote racism, if you promote homophobia, transphobia, we're charging you. And ultimately, we may shut you down. Tell these billionaires that their revenue stream may be cut off. If they don't shape up their acts, they'll shape up. Unfortunately, that's about money. But telling millions of people that they should feel guilty for something they did not participate in actively, and many of their families did not participate in actively, but yet one they benefited from. There's no doubt white people benefited from slavery more than black people. Now in this country, everyone has benefited from everything that's come before us. Like everyone alive today, black, white, yellow, brown, green, has benefited from everything that's happened up until this point. That includes slavery. It's complex, but it, it just boils down to you can't tell someone how to feel. And you can't tell white people that they should feel guilt over slavery if they just are 150 years, 60 years removed from it. And they're not living the daily experience of black people. So they, they don't know, you know, that how it feels every day to be black in America. You know, if you could, if we could get to that point, instead of telling them to feel guilty, just tell them to feel. Try to feel like what it feels like to be me in America for one day. Make them empathize. And things will change. Alienate them, things won't. So, well, the economy, by the way, can't be bad. Everyone's saying that they're going to run on the economy and the Biden economy is terrible. Well, now you can shut MAGA's ugly little face right up. All you have to do is tell them, if the economy is so bad, why is your guy hawking $400 sneakers? Because Donald Trump is out selling $399 sneakers and people have bought them, put them on eBay for $1,500 and $2,500. It ain't liberals who are buying these sneakers. So if MAGA 
has the money to buy $400 tennis shoes. Some guy yesterday spent $9,000 on a pair because they were autographed. If MAGA has that money, then why the fuck are they complaining about the about the economy at all? Because I ain't going out and buying I ain't going out and buying hundred dollars tennis shoes. If they're going out and buying four hundred dollar tennis shoes, then the, the economy must be great. Because you only do that when you have the money. So MAGA must have the money. Because they're buying up the tennis shoes. They they must have the cash. In fact, they buy everything he sells. They bought the Trump dollars. They donate to his cause. If the economy is so bad, why does MAGA have so much money to give to Donald Trump? Why do they have so much money to buy his shoes, to donate to his causes, to go to his rallies? The rallies might be free, although they're not, but getting there isn't, eating, the, you know, hotels, the whole thing. Obviously, the economy is great because Donald Trump is doing fine and his supporters keep that cash flow, you know, going. So obviously they have the money. So anytime someone is out there complaining about the Biden economy, say Donald Trump believes in the economy so much he's selling $400 tennis shoes. He ain't selling $5 whatever. He's selling $400 shoes. You only sell those in a good economy. I am for LB. Who you want to be? It's on to hurt you, buddy. We'll see you on Wednesday. And I won't be wearing $500 tennis shoes. Tell you that right now. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today. And remind you, there's a way to never miss a thing. And that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Carell. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so it doesn't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.